Hi, I'm Tally. Hi, I'm Tony. And we're book lovers. Who are lazy? Hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> we hope you've had wonderful weeks. <laughs> Welcome to Lazy Book Lovers podcast. Um, We've just been talking about how our Alexas and Google Homes are always trying to get involved in stuff that's on their business. Just trying to get involved in the conversation unnecessarily. <laughs> no one asked them. You were not invited to this conversation. <laughs> um, so today we are going to, well, I am going to tell you about a load of upcoming uh, indie releases, Tony. <laughs> so, I have a little list. Yep. It's quite from our, our lovely friends on TikTok. Yes. So, I put out on TikTok hi, if you are an indie author and you're a release coming out next month, i.e., September, please let me know. And I had an amazing response. Mm-hmm. And not only was it an amazing response, but it's a big mixture of different books which is great like different genres Mm -hmm. usually I would only really find the fantasy stuff yep you know there's a lot more than that out there and there's a lot of spice even on TikTok (laughs) (laughs) even on TikTok there is more than fantasy yes yes of course if you get stuck in that uh, fantasy pigeonhole then that is where you will stay yep <laughs> um, yeah so we are going to go through some of them that are coming out in September and a little bonus one that's coming out so when we record this it's the beginning of August and there's a little bonus one I want to mention that's coming out in August that I pre-ordered as soon as I heard about it so by the time this comes out it will already be out I can't tell you if it's good or not <laughs> but, we'll tell you later <laughs> let me go to my goodreads <laughs> so, we will start with it is called oh, let me just check my file that is full of books thanks to everyone um it is called the high mountain court and it okay. is by a.k Mulford. It goes out on the 10th of August. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, I need to pre-order this. So I did, basically. Um, not going to lie. Firstly, I saw the cover and was like, hello. That's what I want in my life. I want that on my Kindle. Describe life. it to me. So it is a black cover. Mm. It's got gold sort of border that's quite fancy around it. And then it's got a little gold um, like outline of a mountain. And below it, in some fancy gold script, it says the High Mountain Court. Oh, I will right send, up the street. I will send you the picture, and I'm sure as soon as you see the picture, you'll be like, hello. Hello, guys. Glitters under the light. I am here for it. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw the image and was like, I need to get in on this action. And then I looked it up, and I was like, okay, this actually sounds quite cool. So mm. it is a fantasy 
and it's going to be the first book in a fantasy saga so I'm not sure how many books there'll be but I do love a series and I do enjoy coming into a series at the beginning rather than at the end when there's you know 17 books we have to read which can get quite annoying um and the kind of tagline of it is to expect danger intrigue and thrilling passion (laughs) (laughs) um it's a high fantasy it's got fey courts witches and diverse cast of characters which again yes snaps for all of that (laughs) yeah so it follows a 19 year old remy and she is possibly the last red witch alive and she has been running from witch hunters for 13 years and the court king slaughtered her home court and placed a bounty on all red witch heads and it is her trying to survive i guess and maybe bring down the court oh i love it It sounds good all the boxes (laughs) yeah we're bringing down a government (laughs) (laughs) so that isn't even a september release that's coming out Mm. like next week and i'm very excited about that by the time we'll this... about that and you what what you've read basically yeah oh if i can read um, it in two days next week <laughs> <laughs> let's not get crazy let's <laughs> just do an update at some point maybe mm. like going forward every time we do the indie or thing at the beginning i'll tell you which ones i've read yeah. <laughs> they're not because you guys gave us so many it's cool <laughs> ones we're going to talk about they're not all something i would likely pick up but so the next one i'm going to talk about is one that again i ran ran to pre-order you can only pre-order it as a kindle i literally pre-ordered it straight away and on the day it's released you can order it as a paperback and i already know i'm going to be ordering it as a paperback Mm -hmm. because it is a author that i follow on youtube i now follow her on tiktok she's called jean menzies and i love her she is just so passionate about writing and i just love watching her youtube and she's just a really really nice person so your book is called the flames of albion and it comes out on the 2nd of september so mm. do you want me to tell you about the cover again yes please but it's going to be a little bit trying hard. to find her on tiktok right now <laughs> <laughs> So, if you're hearing this, I'll have followed you all by the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will send you, you everyone's TikTok name when, at the end of this. Oh, actually, I, it's on Notion, so I will just share the document with you. On because we've got, we've got an official system, guys. <laughs> and then you'll see the document has their covers in it and then links to the Kindle, links to their instagram and links to tiktok oh okay for you guys i'm assuming there's plural of you by now um and i want to tell how official we are <laughs> yeah, we're totally official now totes official <laughs> okay please tell me about the cover so her cover was designed by her mum oh nice it adds to how beautiful it is really and so it is a dark blue cover and um it is a well it's a fantasy book with dragons in it so it's dark blue and then the palette on top of that is like a kind of peach slash pink palette okay and it's got like a little dragon on there with a dragon egg it's got 
a little tower from some sort of castle and then it's got a pile of books and a parchment and then some vines oh i like that it is really cute so the book's called the flames of albion and that sits in the middle and the little pile of books sits on top of it which is adorable it's a nice touch I just, <laughs> this can just be the podcast me just describing covers can't it <laughs> That'll be a future, a future one. <laughs> where we just I'll just pick just like my five favourites off the shelf and describe them to each other. We'll turn our videos off and just describe <laughs> them to each other. You've got to guess what book it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! But how fun would that be? Also, mine would be easy because again, I'm a basic bitch and what I read. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever read Kindle books? You can maybe use some Kindle books. I guess oh, when you were traveling but probably not so much now not so much because it's like the price for kindle books unless you're if you're buying like mainstream books they're comparable if not paperbacks are sometimes cheaper these days yeah quite often so I'd rather add to my hoard at the moment we might have to switch at some point because I'm running out of room <laughs> I completely agree with that though yeah like mm. indie authors obviously often just ebooks so my ebook library has started yes up yeah i should i should really support what is technically fellow in the authors even though i am not yet published in any respect you are one yes you will be published one day so i should support my crew <laughs> <laughs> so the flames of albion mm -hmm. I, I think it's a high fantasy as well it's set in a country the country of albion where it's been a century since the monarchy was overthrown and it is set in the university walls following a young girl who's dedicated her life to pursuing knowledge right and she um accidentally uh wakens a sleeping dragon's egg and love it yeah her adventure <laughs> starts <laughs> Is this a dragony dragon or is it a dragon that speaks? <laughs> I think they might be dragons that speak. Because mm -hmm. I know that is something that Jean likes in a book. Okay. So, and it says that it's a story of friendship, love and acceptance that celebrates queer identity, which just, again, ticks so mm -hmm. many things ticks all the I boxes. want to hear about. <laughs> yeah. So let's go on to... Uh, so I've got two here that come out on the 3rd of September. Neither of them are books that I would probably pick up, but they do okay. seem quite interesting. So one of them, we'll start with this one. So one of them is called First Trap. It's by Willow Sanders. It's book one of what is going to be a nine book series. Ooh. Right? Imagine yeah. already knowing if you've got nine books. That'd be really cool, wouldn't it? Oh, the confidence as well. Right, I'm like... <laughs> Uh, mine's gonna be one book it's not gonna be a series I'm, I'm gonna want to publish my series I'm gonna read it <laughs> like yeah. just like knowing like yeah nine books because I'm that good and I'm, we believe I'm, I'm, I know good, that yeah. people are going to enjoy this so yeah yeah I, I'm doing it man here for it my girl <laughs> <laughs> so it follows Lachlan Devereaux which is a great name mm -hmm. who has exactly 218 days remaining to hit the Forbes 30 under 30 list so <laughs> she has to get her new product launched and try and basically hit that under 30s list and then what she didn't expect was to something that happened in vegas to not stay in vegas oh 
we have Beckett Murray enter. These are great names. Right? Yeah. He is a um who was a bad boy punk kid and now he's not. And I just looking at the cover and the name of it, I'm assuming it's a bit of a spicy book. <laughs> Which <laughs> really that's trap. <laughs> is actually rife for. They have so many like spicy books. And I never knew this. So my Kindle Unlimited recommendations have never once <laughs> recommended <laughs> a spicy book to me. They only recommend fantasy books. Here's some dragons. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know that there was such a big collection of them. And now I feel, I don't know, left out. <laughs> um, yeah. And in that vein, on the 3rd of September, a, another book called Make Them Bleed comes out, which is actually book two okay. of a series called The Damned Crew by M.G. Rain. So because it's book two, obviously I don't want to go too much, look at too much into it in case I might mm-hmm. want to read it. But it looks as though it follows a guy and a girl who there's some sort of trust issues perhaps some sort of it says war I don't know if that's a war war if it's like a war on the streets okay the cover just looks really good it is a uh, a woman have you you know the like girl with the dragon tattoo covers yeah it slightly reminds me of them so it's a woman okay. she's like black and white and she's naked and mm. she's got chains around her neck like wrapped around okay big necklace looks really cool yeah, so I maybe should have looked up what the first book was about to see if I could work out. Because if I read it, I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> but if you, oh, you just got like the synopsis, haven't you? Well, there might be spoilers in that. The synopsis is a little bit. It's like mm, I will read it to you. It's a little okay. bit of an odd synopsis. So it's got um, Raker, which I'm assuming his name. He made me trust him, believe in his words. Kane's betrayal was gutted me, but knowing Marcus lied. Stupidity and shame courses through my veins. God, what a naive person I was. Now I'm being told the truth of what happened to my parents. Everything that's happened seems to be because of plans other people had decided for me. My life has never been my own. The lies, the betrayal has all led to this. This time they've provoked something they're not prepared for. Get ready to bleed, boys. Oh, okay. And then it says Kane, which is the female of the piece, I assume. And it says, my words hold no meaning anymore. Seeing her, how she is now, has gutted me. Oh, hang on. Or maybe like the the name about the other way, yeah. Unless it's just lots of um, male. Well, Kane is traditionally a male name. Yeah. Ah, What is it with me? Just like not knowing. You just don't conform to these. (laughs) and my words hold no meaning anymore seeing her how she is now has gutted me i don't know what has made hatred come between us i've never seen so much hatred in someone's eyes she has pushed us all away she won't let us explain anything she seems to forget one thing though she is mine oh i like that bit if i have to start a war to save her i will the streets will run red oh maybe this is like gangs or something it's not a traditional blurb that does sound really cool doesn't it yeah 
So I don't know if that's spicy. I just assume it is because um, TikTok. <laughs> yeah, because, basically, because oh yeah, no, it's okay. It's under romantic erotica. So yeah, <laughs> it's one of those uh, maybe one of those like mafia ones or whatever like that ones, which I see a lot of TikToks about, and I'm always intrigued. Or... Yeah, I don't think I've ever read any. No, quite like that. No, I'll... I think they'd be interesting though. But like. There's probably like a lot of, I'm assuming this is set in America or something like that. Wrong. There's probably a lot of deep cultural things as well to learn from yeah. books like that. Right. So number uh, number four, coming out on the 4th of September. Yeah. A book called Lord of Eternal Night. Not going to lie. This is another one that I actually uh, pre-ordered as soon as I saw it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, already by the title, I'm like, this is probably one for me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's by uh, Ben Elderson. Yep. And it is, oh, I can't wait for you to see this cover. So it's like a man in a kind of period outfit, you know, of like fleecy okay. tops almost. And he's standing there holding, there's fire coming out of his hands and fire all around him. And okay. next to him is what I assume is a vampire because he has blood coming down his lips like holding him from behind holding his head a little bit passionately okay mm-hmm. interesting and the title says Lord of Eternal Night obviously and the yep. um the end of night and the t uh, n and t or night have like a little dagger bit which looks oh I like that yeah I I can't wait for you to see the cover this is pitched as perfect for fans of from blood and ash and (laughs) made of vampire but with added spice oh okay I'm not sure how that's possible but okay is that if from blood and ash is that the one you you've been recently that is the one I've just finished yes have you finished it finally finished it yes I have well I'm really annoyed I didn't realize there was another book in the series it isn't out till December What's it called? Has it, it also got a cool name? The War of Two Queens. Oh, that sounds good. So we're getting, basically, progressive, the story goes on. There's more and more, like, plot. And then, like, just a quick, like, two-minute spicy scene. And then we just <laughs> carry on with life. <laughs> and back to the plot. <laughs> As we carry on. <laughs> did it work? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, you know what? I did in the end. Honestly, like, I will say, the plot... Like the world it's set in, all of that is really well done. Um, it's just some of the writing style is not perfect, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's an enjoyable read. It really did suck me in, so you can't ask more than that, really, can you? Is that a debut author? Or- Last book I read was the fourth book, and there's another one coming out. Oh, um, she's got other series, which I now have in my wish list. Um, she's got another series coming out before the final book in this series actually Ooh. October 2021 well, I, you? I mean yeah to put out that many books I'm like I've been writing mine for 10 years but whatever <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah you would hope at that point like if it's doing quite well you get to quit your job this is why I hold up hope no one tell me otherwise go away all of you all you indie authors please don't tell me <laughs> So, Lord of Eternal Night. Let me tell you what it's about. (laughs) Yes. Right. So, this is a male and male uh, romance, obviously. Uh, And it's inspired by Beauty and the Beast, which... 
Oh, cool. Really running into beauty and the beast retellings at the minute because obviously I've just read a court of fawn and roses. Yeah, and I, just I didn't know that was um, a retelling. Oh yeah, so my friend who told me to read it, I was like, I've been messaging her as I go along, and I messaged her after a few chapters and I was like, I didn't know this is beauty and the beast retelling. And she was like, Neither did I, and I've read the whole five books or whatever and she's like but it's quite obvious you're right and I was like yeah <laughs> is it on purpose or is it just like a happy coincidence no it is I looked it up yeah it, okay which worked out well because then I could have then I was able to tick off um retelling from my book challenge for this year so I was like oh that's that's good <laughs> um but I'm really into beauty and the beast retellings at the minute so I like in that so Jack's life has only one meaning break the curse or die trying I like that. Marius's yeah. life has no meaning, not since he was cursed into the twisted, bloodthirsty creature of the night. Love it. For years, the witches have waited for their salvation, a way to return the magic that was sacrificed when the curse was first cast. I'm not going to read much more. I try not to read too much of uh, blurbs or synopsis. Fun fact, I don't actually know the difference between those two things. I don't know if you do. I feel like it's to do with where they're placed on the book but please don't quote me on that is it like a synopsis is it like a blurb on the back of the book and a synopsis is the more in-depth one that you'd find in like goodreads or something yes hang on let's see if google knows the answers yeah <laughs> Between... well-educated and <laughs> book lovers or anything <laughs> one of us might have an english degree who knows <laughs> by the way guys <laughs> Your tutor didn't teach you that. He was too busy telling you that reading fantasy is pointless. Yeah. He too busy telling me that I'd never make it as a writer. <laughs> well, boo you. It's seven years later and I still haven't. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> well, actually, no. I do technically write for a living as a marketing person, so and we'll take you it. I have a blog that is, you know, really Amazing. You should all go read it. Oh, Google didn't have that thing where it has a helpful, like, exact answer straight away. You are a failure right now. Okay, a burp should sum up the main aspects of the story without giving away what could spoil the reader's enjoyment of it. Where does the blurb appear? The back cover of the book is the blurb's home. Or in the current case, that's where they put the reviews from newspapers and then they put the blurb in the inside cover. Oh, yeah, or, th- or they just write, if it's a horror book, they just write, Stephen King likes this book, and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, Stephen King likes every horror book, apparently, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the rest of this is just waffling about verbs. Uh, purpose of a synopsis is to outline your story, including any spoilers. Agents and publishers usually require a synopsis, along with the first three chapters of your novel. Okay. Oh, so, like, what you have on Goodreads would still be a blurb, then, technically, because it's... yeah. Uh, where does a synopsis appear a synopsis does not appear on or within your book but as stated above it's usually written and sent to agents or publishers when querying your novel in the self-publishing arena book cover designers or marketing professionals should you choose to work with them may also ask to read a synopsis of your book to give them a good idea of your story and help them to do their cover designs for you that makes sense because the synopsis are not public information that makes sense because I always wondered like do like how do book cover designers have the time to read every book mm-hmm. and now I know that they don't because I didn't think that was feasible oh, so the synopsis has spoilers in it knowledge there we go thank you google <laughs> <laughs> okay carry on <laughs> right 11th of September we are coming in strong with 
oh one book we're still coming in strong <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this book is called chosen but with a z which is okay edgy by jay Patton. yep and the cover so it's giving me murder vibes right vibes. so it's kind of like a black and white cover mm-hmm. it appears to be a hand so maybe like reaching out to the front of the book and then mm. it's got orange uh do not cross crime scene tapes across it okay and then in the top corner it's got like orange to yellow like gradient um tally marks maybe people that have been killed who knows Ooh, okay mm. so, i like that that's ominous yes very ominous I think <laughs> great great word for it actually yep so when my police colleagues throw me into a pit of hell where even the fittest die, can I trust a team of security specialists to have my back? Sounds interesting. And then it says, uh, there's a little bit about it. And then at the bottom it says, blurring the lines between right and wrong is the only way to keep my secrets safe as I step back into the seedy world of undercover work. Well, I do like a cop novel. I haven't read one in forever and I love them. I've got like big old series sitting on my shelves that I should really get back into. Yeah, there's so many. I like. I don't really know where to start with a lot of them. And they're always really big series as well. Yep. Yeah. I got the Kathy Wrights ones, and I've almost got the whole series. And it's I think it's about like twenty books or something. And then there's the Alphabet <laughs> Alphabet Murders or something mm. like that's called. And I think I've read up to D. And she died before doing Y and Z, I think, which is a shame. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, my mum got, I went through a phase of buying all the Agatha Christie's, so they're all in That's this house. I want to read all of them, yeah. And is it Patricia, Patricia Com- Comwell? Is she, is she a crime yeah. one or, yeah? Yeah, and then obviously... Mostly what my mum reads, so... <laughs> and then obviously James Patterson, who releases like nine yep. books a day or whatever it is. Yeah, did you, I saw a TikTok that was about like the P section, <laughs> the fiction, did like crime think- fiction section. <laughs> Did you see where a library did a um, the dominoes with his books from his shelf to the front of the library, the door? Of no, the there was enough of them. <laughs> but a lot of it is ghost writers, and I don't think he can hide that anymore. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Obviously not him, <laughs> unless that dude just doesn't sleep. Even then, like he must just be on cocaine all the time. Or something. <laughs> kind of like how um, Stephen King was on a load of drugs when he was releasing loads of his crazy works, and he also has goodness knows how many books obviously not crime but he um he does a thing where he has to write he makes himself write 500 words a day or something like that yeah I was gonna try one of those challenges but then I was like I might die <laughs> like, it sounds like an effort no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be there at like 1am like mother I must continue <laughs> mother <laughs> you know the tiktok something mother I crave violence <laughs> But it would just be me there with like crouched over my Mac keyboard, like mother, I must finish. If you don't make this into a TikTok, I'll be so sad. <laughs> By the time this episode comes out, go to Tony's TikTok and see it because it's your hopefully. Gremlin. I really like that sound that's being used a lot. That's like, I bought you frankincense and I bought you myrrh. Oh, Judas! Oh, Judas! <laughs> I don't know why. It makes me laugh every time, even though I know what's coming. 
Yeah, I've got so many of them on my page at the moment because I just keep watching them and I'm like, there's not been a miss yet. Like, none of them have been done. It's so good. I just... Um, <laughs> there was this one like I bought you a loving father and, and then it's like and she's like but he's disabled and then he then it swings to the dad and he's like Judas <laughs> and she, the comment was I'm so happy my dad did this video with me because <laughs> he like spins the wheelchair like Judas <laughs> like fully commits and that's what I enjoyed <laughs> Oh, I've seen it and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like my favourite sounds that's been for a while for no reason. <laughs> anyway, Andy books. <laughs> On the... <laughs> <laughs> the reason we're here. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Oh, I, I'm not going to cut that out. I'm going to leave that in. Right. No. Um, <laughs> it, it's, as Mother. <laughs> As we said in the first episode, like it's not an episode. <laughs> this not is all about tangents. <laughs> um, so on the 13th of September, Glacier Haven comes out. Are you still laughing? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wish I was in a video because I would have just carried her crying <laughs> in the background. <laughs> I just keep hearing this. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> Like a, a, like a blanket over you like a little goblin in the corner <laughs> oh okay carry on I'm good I hope it's as funny as we're picturing it I feel like I'd have to get someone else to video me there and that would be awkward oh she mum <laughs> <laughs> oh my god can you not get like on the dogs to keep still and attach your <laughs> None of those feckers stay still, not even the one that's 13. You like to just put it on a tripod and there's just oh, constant you movement like in this house. house. Can you put it on a fan? I've seen people do TikToks like that. Yeah. I think I've got a tiny tripod, so I could like tape that to my desk chair. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> my colleague used to have a name for it on my old job when I was like getting really into something I was typing I do like gremlin over my keyboard <laughs> so I crouch really low and really close to the screen I'm like bones like <laughs> So she's like, you're gremlin in, you need to sit back. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't like tie belts around your chair to keep you upright. <laughs> oh no, I genuinely have like bought things to stop me doing it. Because <laughs> it's not good. Grem- grem- stop me gremlining. Anyway, into your office. On the 1st of September. Uh, Elizabeth Means is releasing Glacier Haven, which is a sci-fi thriller, which sounds like a good combo. I can't, mm. I can't really I've read a few good ones that are sci-fi thrillers. I don't think I have really. Have I? Mm. Maybe. 
So this is, it says, Ice, Murder and Betrayal, The Full Polar Climate Experience, which... Nice. Sold. If you like shows like Black Mirror or science fiction thrillers, you'll love this speculative thriller. So I'm just going to go off on a little tangent right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I read a book called The Ice by Laline Poole. It's the same author that did that book, The Bees. I don't know if you've ever seen or heard of that book. Um, All sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> yeah, and that was about a murder on a ice, not an Polar iceberg, station? but like an ice plane. Okay. Glacier, maybe. Yeah. So I'm just that, that, somewhere that, icy. <laughs> yeah. It just reminded me of this. Um, yeah. So 30 years into the future, polar ice is mostly gone and snow is a novelty. I mean, that sounds scary. The corporation offers tourists a unique wintry adventure in an atmospherically controlled underground attraction, the Glacier Heaven. Oh, Glacier Haven, sorry. It's already quite sort of dystopian y as well, <laughs> which sounds quite good. So, Rach is a reluctant wing woman to her ambitious best friend's misguided meetup in a subterranean artificial glacier. But when she and six other tourists are left behind over a long weekend, locked inside the frozen tundra, all tempers flare and relationships are strained. And Rach begins to suspect one was never meant to leave the facility alive. Oh, hang on. This is it in so many points. It sounds like a escape mm-hmm. room. Uh, it's hitting the whole horror thing um, that you quite like. Oh, man. Okay, that sounds really good. Like, my initial kind of, um, my initial scanning of that, like, without mm. properly reading it, I was like, yeah, sounds cool. But now I'm like, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, that one is definitely... Also, I, like, sometimes a bit nerdy of me, whenever I read these science fiction ones, like, if they've come up with any science behind also like genuinely have thought about the science about how something like that would exist yeah that's what I like as well I'm like you I did your research <laughs> so I don't know um I couldn't find how you can I couldn't find like a pre-order link for that so I don't know okay. if to wait till it comes out but yeah so that comes out on the 13th but yeah it's always good to read like the fictional science behind something isn't it because then it makes mm. it better well like if you've ever read the actual books for like the martian and then he's done some other ones since artemis yeah um yeah. and those ones i mean he is like actually a scientist yeah. that he like he had a blog and he started writing it for fun and then it just did well <laughs> did he write like science stuff or did he write fiction stuff so he Oh, I read it. He had an essay, like, well, not essay, like a letter at the start of one of his, at the end of one of his books um, that explained, like, how he got into it and stuff. So this is something I'm remembering very vaguely from a few years ago. But from what I got from that, basically, he had a blog and he started posting it chapter by chapter just for fun, literally just to work out the scientific mechanics. If a man went to Mars and got stranded there, how would it work? And like made the smart Watney character and stuff. Um, and then everything just kind of went from there. It got picked up by a publishing house, published, it became a movie really soon after. Yeah. So the, the essay was basically like, I'm not sure how this happened. I was mi- just making a blog. <laughs> That's so funny. But he really gets into the scientific mechanics behind it. Like they do a bit in the film, but not, not as in depth. Um, and then he has another one, Artemis, which was about um, like a colony on one of Jupiter's moons Artemis I think I feel like I've just said that or it was on the moon there was a moon involved 
yes that's what I like when a sci-fi actually has quite a lot of the science in it yeah with but in a way that's interesting (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly yeah rather than actual science which I don't enjoy (laughs) actual science is boring but if it's science about how a man's staying alive on the moon that sounds fun yeah how clever is that though like how like to work out the logistics of how a man would stay alive on the moon just doing it in a story yeah which is like the kind of thing I can get behind (laughs) yeah I do want to read his stuff I've just not Mm. I like the film the um the audiobook's not bad as well so if you want to get the audiobook it's narrated by Will Wheaton Martian one yeah (laughs) right so now we're into the 20s of September so on the 21st is a book that I ran my little heart over to pre-order as soon as I saw it (laughs) (laughs) it's called Torn and it is the Verse of Grimm book one so I'm not sure I think it might be oh I think I remember seeing this in the comments Mm. I think it might be a trilogy um yeah, it is a trilogy, yeah, and it's the first instalment. So it's by Jasmine Watson. Um, oh, I follow her. I followed her for a while. Yeah. yeah. Like, I and I've got her on Instagram as well. I was following her and then I was like, hang on, you're you're releasing a book. And I was like, hang on, this book sounds really good. <laughs> She's really nice. She likes a lot, like she interacts and likes a lot of my stuff on Instagram as well. Lovely. She's been like a secret champion of mine on Instagram and I appreciate it. On Instagram, I'll have to find her. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like convince myself to use Instagram a bit more again because I just rarely do now. Easy to fall out of the habit. Mm, definitely. Um, so this this book, if I remember rightly from her TikTok videos, is one she's been working on for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I think she started working on it when she was at school or something. Um, Hence why I find her quite <laughs> inspirational to follow. <laughs> well, let me just read you this bit. For fans of Shadow and Bones, Stardust and All Things Fairy Tale, Torn is a fantasy about a world trembling on the edge of war and only one woman can stop it. What's not to love, really? Mm-hmm. And the uh, the kind of tagline is, End the census unites the people. Oh, okay. So it sounds a bit dystopian-y as well. <laughs> uh, the little bit that it says about it, the in-between is a land of unrest. Those with power are forced to subdue who they are or face death as a consequence. In the South, an ancient villain is gathering his army, determined to wipe Pottons out. Unfortunately, the only person who can save them believes the in-between to be a fairy tale. Oh, okay. That sounds good, doesn't it? Sounds all up my street. (laughs) Yeah, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, tell me less, because I've just pre-ordered it. It's already Mm. done. (laughs) Um, I think I had it on my list. And the cover is stunning. Yes, I saw her um her reveal of it and everything. She yeah. got it back from the designer. I was like, oh, so exciting! Very good. So, um, for those listening, I'll do another terrible. Yeah. So do it, it. It's a black cover, and then in the middle, in white, it says torn, and just below that, there's a silhouette of a lady with red hair, and she's got a white robe on, and the robe comes down to the ground and kind of becomes the ground, so it looks like she's in snow. Um. And then all around her is in oranges and blues and like swirly fleur-de-lis and things. It looks really mm. fantasy and cute and very grim inspired. Yeah, I just realised it wasn't on my wish list yet, so it's now on there. 
because I'm holding out because I think she said once it comes out the paperback will also be available yeah I think that's I'm holding out the paperback that, that flames of Albion to be honest I'll probably mm. buy them both in paperback as well because they look good so I'm gonna end up doing it yeah every single book that I bought in Kindle I just end up buying it again <laughs> as a physical book so I was like I just need to stop all the books I've read on Kindle that I really loved I've then gone and bought <laughs> oh did I tell you that I bought the Shadow and Bone trilogy I didn't know you'd bought it bought it I know you yeah. re- you'd listen to it yeah I started at work last week, so I bought it. Oh, yeah. Waste from the works. It's not too expensive. I love going to the works. And they had it in my, the works. And then Mm. I didn't, I was like, I'm going to get it after pay day. And I went back and they didn't have it anymore. But I was in your town. Yep. (laughs) The other day. And I was like, I'll just pop in. And they had it, so I bought it. Nice. Yeah, so many books that I read on. I'm like, I'll try it on Kindle first for like a couple of quid. And I'm like, well, Mm. I love that. So now I've got to rebuy it as a paperback anyway. <laughs> I'm sure it's just a scam yeah. <laughs> to make a spend more. <laughs> That's what they do for the like sales so that you buy it on Kindle and then you end up rebuying it as a paperback. Mm-hmm. Amazon's like, you'll buy it for me. So I didn't describe the Glacier Haven cover. Yeah, let's do that quickly. So obviously, you remember what the vibes are. Yep. So it's like the cover's kind of split into thirds. And the top third shows like a dusty, like a desert that obviously is the area that used to be the North Pole. So I'm making mm-hmm. that up, but you know, potentially somewhere that yeah. you see. And on the side, you can see like a glass dome, which I'm assuming is the entrance to this place. And then the yep. bottom two thirds is like an ice cave with some silhouettes in it. Oh, I like that. It does look good. It looks like the kind of book that if it was on a shelf in a bookshop, I would pick it up to have a look. Yeah, because we absolutely do judge them by their covers. <laughs> Whoever says don't is just a lie. The amount of fantastic books that I wouldn't have read mm-hmm. if they didn't have good covers. Because I did a TikTok recently on a, a book haul I had. Mm-hmm. That Blackwell's in, um, in Oxford actually had like a beautiful covers section. Which I was like, not even ashamed to spend a lot of time in because I was like, yes. <laughs> I order a lot of books from Blackwells. I've never been to a Blackwells. Yeah, it was a really nice shop. It was um, all about the same like price or cheaper than Amazon. So I was like, if I had one of these local, I would not do shop Amazon. Like, No, that's why I've been buying on Blackwells if I can. Hmm. So you and could just buy on them directly, can you? Yeah, you can just buy on their website. And I've got an affiliate link, so I use my own affiliate link and I get a percentage back. Would you like me to use your affiliated link? You ever go on Black Pearls, use my link. <laughs> everyone do it. Yeah, everyone use my affiliate link, please. Just commit <laughs> to the freelance thing. You guys need to give her money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, God. Free <laughs> Well, by the time this comes out, you guys have been doing it for like, what, would it be a month or a couple of weeks in or? When this comes out, I'll have been jobless for six days. Jobless. Jobless. I'll have been dipping my toe into the freelance-only world and self-employed world only for six days. (laughs) So, guys, help her out. Buy her stuff. (laughs) Yeah, buy stuff for my... Buy her stuff. (laughs) Or hire me. Hire me as well. The more time we have for this, the more of these we can do. (laughs) 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the 27th, mm -hmm. oh, we're getting near the end, I think. Yep. This is Despite many tangents, we've made it. <laughs> I've been for a while, but I think there's only five books left to talk about. God, that took me a long time to add for some reason. Okay, so on the 27th, Daybreak comes out by M.R. Polish. And the cover is, oh, it reminds me of, do you, have you ever seen, or you may even own, some of those, like, books that are about, like, crystals or mystical things, you know, like, that kind of vibe, where it's got, like, okay. a, where it's got, like, a gradient background, usually blue, and then in the middle, it's got, like, a crystal or something. No, but I'm picturing it. It's my little witch, <laughs> witch teenage life. Anyway. It kind of reminds me of that, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a bit of a gold thing. And it's got like clouds along the top and then like a gold pavement at the bottom. And then it gets okay. all in the middle. And in the middle, there's a sun, like a gold oh, like sun. And in the middle of the sun, it's kind of like the yin yang, but it's like a moon with part of a sun. Well, it sounds like something I'd get as a tattoo. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. It's like literally described all my tattoos in one picture. You suit your body so well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, actually, I think you should look at this cover. And so it's actually the second book in a series called The Sandman Saga. Okay. I, I also suggest you look at the cover for the first book because that also seems it also looks like something you may get tattooed. <laughs> um, so the first book is called Shadow Moon. I looked up the blurb for the first book mm -hmm. because I was like, no spoilers, please. Yep. So the first book, which I assume is the bit that I picked out from the first book, I assume will be like carrying on throughout the saga. I don't know how many books are going to be in this one. Yeah, three or four or whatever. Just making it up. Could be many. <laughs> saga doesn't really tell you. <laughs> so it says 17 year old Emberlyn knows she's different. Not just because her parents are dead and no foster family will have her. I mean, that not her parents being dead isn't quite different in the world of YA. But yeah, <laughs> no, Emberlyn sees things. She sees colours. The colours emerge around others and reveal their past. But what does it mean? Mm. That sounds super intriguing. Yeah, I like those kind of empathy ones as well. Yeah. I think I read one years ago where they like, it meant she was an, I can't remember what the story was. It was a good book it was like she could see colors and then she met like some ancient dude who was like oh you're actually an empath and I'm gonna turn you into a vampire I can't remember now I've just described it very badly if anyone knows what that book was because I've never been able to find it again it was like one of those random ones I read I think it was on it was on a holiday it was like in a holiday library where you just like you just pick you know with, they have like random books yeah and I read one, didn't make a note of it, and then I know there's more, but I never read them. I read a, a series of books from the library when I was younger, and I didn't finish the whole series, and I really would like to, but I can't find what it is. It's almost yeah. like I imagined it, but I know I didn't imagine it because I read about 10 of them, but I didn't yep. imagine it. I know I didn't, because <laughs> I went to the library repeatedly <laughs> to pick them up, and I had them ordered in from the other library, so yeah yeah there's so many that I wish I'd made a note of when I was younger like I'm glad I keep a track now yeah definitely but yeah that sounds cool uh 
I didn't really want to read too much about what happens in Daybreak, but the little tagline is, the four kingdoms are ready to fight over the new queen. Oh, okay. So, Sounds like it escalates quickly. <laughs> yeah, obviously her singing colours, which I picture as like auras, I don't know. Um, yeah, same. Can take down potentially the throne or something, I don't know. Mm. Sounds intriguing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, escalates quickly. And, um, and the author, I looked at her Instagram and she's like, does meditation i think i saw yoga and things so i think it's okay so like those kind of vibes yeah mystical yeah 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 that's what i think right so the next one that comes out on the 28th of september is called child of fear and fire by gr thomas now this one is actually one that when i found looked at it to do this podcast i was like I'm totally gonna read that so yeah I pre-ordered it (laughs) (laughs) basically she's bought all your books (laughs) basically yeah um this is a novella I think Mm. it's only about 96 pages long I think it says okay um I'm just gonna read to you the little bits that maybe like I'll read it to you and and I was Mm -hmm. like I need this in my life so fear feeds wickedness it hungers for the tremor of a voice the drop of a tear Wickedness dines on the echo of a racing heart, delights in the facetto of a scream. Eliza lives darkness's dream, a maid in a great house owned by indifferent aristocrats run by their free, cruel daughters. And I was like... Ooh, it feels a bit cinderella as well. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. If you can spook me in less than 100 pages, I am totally on board. Oh, sometimes like when you get a really good short one... Like, the intensity they have to keep up for a short book like that is just so good. It, it was giving me, like, vibes of, like, Turn of the... Not Turn of the Key, that's the Ruth Ware version, but, like, Turn of the Screw or something like that. Mm. Short, short stories, isn't it? And what else? What else is enough? Have you ever read The Yellow Wallpaper? Yes, I have. That's brilliant. You've had to read it for university, I think. Yeah. And that's so short. Somewhere up here. <laughs> it must be really mini it's only like 40 pages yeah it, it's literally like that thin like I'd say not even half a centimeter yeah um I think if you can do like build atmosphere in such a small amount of pages you've done well and yeah. I really want to read this because I want to write a short story collection of horror stories so I need to read yeah, more of them yeah. to see how people build yeah I've already worked out who my acknowledgement is going to be at the beginning. I just need to write the book now and publish it. Yeah. So, like, obviously you've got the important things sorted first. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll be thanking Tom Hiddleston. That's all I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> the cover of Child of Fear and Fire, which also, can we just discuss how cool a, a title that is? Mm-hmm. So it's like a... Oh, it's hard to describe so it's got a close-up of a woman's face in like the background and it's kind of like filtered out with like a, an effect that makes it look like old okay and in front of that overlaid is a woman figure like her head and shoulders not knees and toes just head and shoulders <laughs> she's got ivy all over her face growing up and then there's all flames behind her body Ooh. and then her body turns into like an upside down silhouette of trees oh that I like that I think yeah that as well it yeah. already sounds like it would be for me 
Yeah, I really enjoy this trend towards committing to the covers as well. Yeah, like people yeah. just like, I think perhaps people went through a phase of really believing that people didn't judge a book by its cover and now they've realised that you need beautiful covers. Yeah, like all these minimalist covers can just go away. <laughs> yeah, like they seem to be really going out right now, mm-hmm. which I'm happy with. And always, there's always phases of like loads of similar covers. There was a time yeah. when loads of covers had snakes on them, didn't they? Um, yeah. And now there seems to be, although I think it's facing out. There's a lot of bees at the moment. There was a lot of covers of women's or girls' faces with flowers. Yeah. Well, not just girls. I think, like, Felix Ever After was a male with flowers. But, yeah, there seemed to be a lot of that for a while. But bees, yeah. I do like a good... I've just been seeing a lot of stuff with bees and, like, honeycomb, that kind of gilded honey look. No, I do like covers like that. Mm -hmm. What do you think, off topic, you know, because we never go off topic, what do you think about sprayed edges? Is this a controversial question? And I don't understand the question. You need to describe it to me a bit more. Oh, um, is it those kickback covers? No, okay. At the end of the the pages are coloured. Oh no, I like them. Okay, good. Yeah. What do you call them? No, I thought you were talking about that other thing. You know where they have those like I think they're called kickback covers, but the front cover is like slightly shorter. And I was like, please don't tell me you like that because I'm not a fan. First time I saw it was the books you bought for me. And I was like... The ones I got you? Yeah. I bags, that's annoying. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. And I was like, is this like an American book or something? And now I keep finding loads of books. I've got loads on my shelf now like that. Like mm-hmm. all the ones I get from Tesco or something are like that. Yeah, they've all got that short front cover, the cardboardy bit. And then it's got another... And like, what's the point? And I looked it up, it's... Is to try and make you read the reviews, but does anyone read the reviews? If I'm reading reviews, it's not them. I'm going to go find them on like on Amazon or yeah, online or on Goodreads. Like, that weren't paid for that review. Exactly. Like from actual genuine people on like, I don't know. I would go on BookTok or Goodreads or YouTube. Yeah. Reviews. Like I don't care what a random celebrity thinks. Do I know what that celebrity likes to read? Do I know what they read aligns with what I read? No. Well, also, you know that a lot of the big newspapers, their top seller lists yeah. are heavily biased depending on how much the publishing house is willing to pay for a yeah, feature and, spot. And depending on how, like, white and male you are. Well, no, it's just literally there was an expose done on um, the New York... I think it was the New York Times bestseller list. Yeah. Because their top ten, what they listed was not actually that somebody was like in the publishing industry was like this isn't reflected in what we're actually seeing in sales she was like here's the official sales thing and this is who is actually trending versus what's on their list and it's also with who can pay top dollar yeah i mean i'm allegedly in case the lawyers from new york times listen (laughs) allegedly i was about to say i'm fairly certain every single book ever has been a new york times bestseller allegedly (laughs) allegedly almost every book I look at says on it New York Times bestseller and I'm just saying if your publishing house can pay the money it doesn't line up yeah (laughs) I mean if if we were going by actual bestsellers wouldn't Ice Planet Barbarians be up there like let's be realistic yeah like some of the ones that do really well on Amazon like which is one of the biggest distributors of books whatever you think of them 
now they don't always end up on these big selling lists because they're not from the big publishing houses and I'm like if they're not from the big five they're called you're not reflecting what people are reading Mm -hmm. capitalism (laughs) so uh sometime late September there's a book I don't have money I don't have much information on it it's by Melanie Forrest and I don't know what it's called all I know is it's a young adult dystopian fiction. So when I find out more information, I will share it. Mm. But I thought I'd mention it now whilst I'm here. Have we, have we finally made it despite our many tangents? We've got <laughs> two more. Two more. Come on. We can do this before. We've done really well. <laughs> right, next one is called, I don't have a cover for this one, I'm afraid. It's not been mm-hmm. released yet. But this is called Court to Conjure. Yeah. Like, Kira Alessi, I'm so sorry if I've butchered your name if you're listening. Um, <laughs> and this comes out late September. Uh, and this is the fourth book in a series. Fourth book. And she's got six books planned. Like on her website, she's got it says oh, get it, girl. <laughs> so the first three books are out, and it's the Dark Brothers series, and it's a enemies to lovers dark romance. Oh, nice. So I looked up what the first one was about. And it says a woman in the wrong place at the wrong time, three cruel mercenaries who could be her saviors if they don't kill her first. Awesome. Um, yeah. So the first book is called Sold to Serve. So I'm guessing there's some sort of selling of a human body in that. Mm. So it says a uh, Cora ran away to start a new life where she was in control of her own destiny and her own body. Instead, she was captured and auctioned to the highest, highest bidders. I could have waited and just read that then. Uh, three <laughs> former mercenaries with black hearts. Tells you about the mercenaries. I'm going to skip that because this bit I like. Can she escape these three dangerous brothers who have begun to show her there is more to them than their tragic pasts? Oh. <laughs> tragic boy, TM. <laughs> I love those stories. Not only that, but for some reason, well, I know the reason. I liked too much of it, and now my algorithm thinks I really love it. I keep getting shown a lot of reverse harem books, so <laughs> that's the vibe I'm getting. It's probably not that kind of well, it's, 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 it's spicy <laughs> book, maybe. But yeah, um, yeah. So there's free already out, and there's free to come. Oh, nice. And the covers do look kind of cool of the ones that are currently out. They're like realistically rendered people with like an art style background oh okay that's interesting though like different in a good way yeah yeah it looks really good and then I've got one more all right I can't believe I've done this I really can't (laughs) I can't believe I managed to keep your attention this long that is crazy Right. Yeah, if you're still listening, hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let us know. On the 30th of September, Among the Hunted comes out, which is by Caitlin Brooke, and it's book one in the Sky Glass series. Don't know if that's going to be a trilogy or whatever. I love all these indie authors doing series. Oh, so I love it when they go straight in with it as well. Just like, yes. It's just the absolute, good. like, deserved probably confidence and just like, yes. Yeah, definitely. We can do this. This one on Amazon is ranking as a folklore slash Greek Roman myth book. So that sounds cool. Oh, yeah, I've just seen, 
I've just seen the name Zeus, so it's definitely Greek mythology. Um, <laughs> it says award-winning author Caitlin Brooke. I love that you're an award-winning author, Caitlin. Takes us on an adventure deep into the realm of Greek mythology, filled with dark fantasy, brutality, foreboding creatures, and magic. She redefines the nymph stereotype as they rise up and fight against the oppression of the gods. Oh, that's a nice mix of like fae stuff and then like obviously mythology, like gods, that kind of thing. I like that. Yeah, that just sounds really, really interesting and fun. Mm -hmm. And alongside like Beauty and the Beast retellings, I'm really getting into all the mythology stuff and like. There's loads of good stuff out at the moment though that does the mythology. Yeah, kind of. Law next. I don't know if you've seen that. Yes, I have. Yeah, I'm reading that as a buddy read once I finish mm. a quart of Mist and Fury, which is also a buddy read. Yes. Quite different. <laughs> oh, I'm so inconsistent with my reading. We're lazy book lovers um, <laughs> at the moment. I don't think I can buddy read with something. It sounds like it'd be really fun. I'm buddy reading with someone who reads for pleasure and mm. doesn't really care about how much they read, which works really well. Mm. It's the first time we've tried it. And if it goes well, we're going to try and do one a month. Yeah, we really, like I've done that with series with someone where we've watched it kind of in parallel. Yeah. And, and sort of gone, how are you at this episode yet? And then like voice note about it. <laughs> um, but I think it'd be really nice to do it for a book. Yeah, definitely. But I'm such a crap reader at the moment. <laughs> I thought I read so much. I mean, no matter how many books you, you do read, read a lot, like considering everything you've got going on no matter how much you read if you're reading you're doing great guys like mm-hmm. exactly this is not a competition there's not like a good amount to read no, which is why we why we do the titled the way we are some people literally read like 200 books a month some people read one book a year absolutely fine no judgment mm-hmm. as long as you are reading doesn't matter last month I thought I read a lot and then when I sat down and worked it out I think I read about eight books which is a lot yeah, definitely. Lot for a month. Um, I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I thought I'd read more than that. Yeah. No, I was doing really well, and then it really slowed down on the last book of the From Blood and Ash series. Oh, um, but I'm finally on to a Starless Sea. Oh. Or the Starless Sea. Oh my god! I keep getting oh it wrong. God. Oh my god. Yeah, are you excited? <laughs> You've been waiting for me to read that for so long. Oh my god! Do you think yeah. you're I've finished it for us to discuss next week. No pressure. I uh, I'm on page fifty-two. Tell me where you're up to next week. <laughs> page fifty-two of four hundred and ninety-four. So it's not undoable. It actually probably depends on whether I end up having to call in sick tomorrow because <laughs> yeah. although I'm so lively and entertaining, I'm also <laughs> slowly dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> um, what are you thinking of it so far I really like it was really like I deliberately don't really if it's a book that's been come like recommended to me I don't really read too much around it yeah. do you know what I mean like I don't find out what it's about I don't read the blurb um so it's really not what I was expecting but I'm enjoying it I, I like at the beginning it's got such good dark academia vibes doesn't it yeah which I really enjoy yeah I'm like if someone doesn't make a 
bar themed after this somewhere in the world they are missing a trick (laughs) and then since i read that i really really want to read the night circus and you've got that haven't you yeah i just bought it that was part of my recent forage but i've really got to read i've got to read the books i currently own i think that's going to be a 2022 goal goal this year and it has not gone well (laughs) yeah that's why I was like next year it can be a goal (laughs) to be fair I was really good apart from that book I bought with you I wear the crawdads sing Mm. I haven't bought anything in ages like I really I like the way that day you almost picked up the vanishing half and decided not to I definitely went back and bought it I don't know why I do that to myself I'm like because it was a two for deal as well (laughs) that was the thing we were trying to work out what you could get yeah, no, I don't know why I do that to myself because as soon as I decide that I'm interested in it, I don't know why, but no point walking away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like when I, I stick them in my Amazon wish list, I'm like, what's the point? Like whether I spend it in two weeks or now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think my next one is either the Midnight Library or that Achilles, you know, the beautiful one with the blue cover. One with Achilles. Yes, that's it. I want to read that one as well. I can't I remember which one was next. I've read Cersei, but I've not read Song of the Killers. Midnight Library is quite a quick read. Yeah, it's not that long. And I I managed to read it quite quickly, even though it wasn't gripping me for quite a while. I still didn't put it down. So it was gripping me in some, like, it was gripping me, but... Yeah, I've had a few this year that I've read like that, that aren't, like, they're not boring, but they're also not doing that thing where, like, I need to wrap I have to finish this yeah but I'm also entertained when I'm picking it up which is quite good really because it does help me sleep because <laughs> otherwise I'm just there like it's fine I can stay up till 3am okay I've got a full day of work it's fine so I started this audiobook yesterday called Pine by Francine Toon maybe so it's a it's a horror mm. and it's an adult horror but it's from the point of view of a 10-year-old. Okay. So oh, eerie. not really working for me because obviously it's being read like a middle grade book, which is fine, okay. but it's not what I thought. If you know well, I sometimes I find that really works when it's like something quite tragic. I think we discussed this last week, something really tragic written the, from the perspective of a child. Yeah, I think well, something, I, obviously didn't look too much into it but I think something very bad happens in the book and mm. it's seen through her eyes or she experiences it so it's yeah mm. there's ghosts involved I know that much so yeah it's good job you don't use this to sleep too like I do <laughs> no <laughs> yeah that would not go well would it no um no if I want I'm still to listening sleep. to Sabriel Fabriel well I wanted to reread them and I was like you've too much on your to be read to be rereading stuff so this is what I've been doing I've just been like audiobooking everything that I would like to reread mm-hmm. the carve the mark ones are really good on audio so some of the books we've just gone on a massive tangent here this might <laughs> Some of the books I've had for ages on my shelf that I really want to read. I've got Scythe. Yep. I've got 
of fire and stars slash fall, which I'm not sure. These are all mm. ones I got in like book boxes, like fairy loot crates. Or okay. And I got them when I first moved to Malta, so four years ago, and I've still not read them. Um, <laughs> Roseblood, which I really want to read because I think it's the Phantom of the Opera reader. Caraval. Oh, yeah, I've got them. I've got the trilogy. It's a series, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Carved Mark. See? Taunting me daily. Bump Carve the Mark up the list. I'm sh- I swear, I've ne- never steered you wrong, have I? No. What are you saying? Carve the Mark? Yeah, it needs to be bumped up the list. I've never steered you wrong. I know you'll like it. Maybe, maybe you can go on my September. Yeah. Top of the September list. Every single time I'm like, read this, read this, read this, read this, read this. And then when you finally get to it, you're like, yeah, that was good. I was like, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'll bump that up into September then. Because mm-hmm. I start reading what I own. Yeah, and then there's obviously book two in that series, which I have, which you're welcome to borrow. It's just a duology. Yeah. I just, I, I have a love-hate relationship with anything that's not a standalone because I really love a good series. Mm. But it also means I've got to read more than one. They're two books. They're about the same length as each other. It looks big on my shelf, but it is a hardback, so it's probably got big text. Yeah, I don't think it's, an, it's not like a big, big book. Like, it's a manageable size for you, definitely. But I really want to read Eye of the World before the end of the year. Which is a chunker. Have you seen it? Oh, I don't know that one. It's a bloody 14 book series. So once I read one... Yeah. It's a high fantasy series and they're all approximately this big. Oh, jeez, Yeah. And this was on one, it, I did a 21 books I want to read in 2021, and this was on that list. I committed now. Oh, it's not even small. Yeah, it's big, yeah, it's small text, isn't it? And then oh. once I one, I'm going to want to read the rest. And I'm trying to make you read the Cassandra Clare books as well. <laughs> and Skullduggery. You've got some big series on your list. That's the problem. <laughs> So then, because I can't decide, I just don't read any of them. <laughs> and then we just read fan fiction about Loki. I mean, that is a good use of time. But it is a very good use exactly of your time. Again, it doesn't matter what you're reading, guys, as long as you're reading. <laughs> I recently bought, like, I've got the whole series of those Twisted Tales, you know, the Disney ones. Never mm-hmm. read any of them. I just pick them up every time I see them. I've almost got the whole series. Might not even like them. <laughs> They look cute together. I like them. I, I, I want to like them, so I bought them all. They look pretty on your shelf. <laughs> Again, right. collecting right. books and reading them, two different hobbies. I also bought the Percy Jackson book series. It was yeah, I book. did as well. Recently. Have I read it? No. Yeah, I really want to because there's so many memes on like Pendress and Instagram about them. And I want to read more. I want to understand. I've got loads of Greek mythology now, but I need to find some... Also, that's another, that's another classic fantasy type one that you need to read. Yeah, I don't know why I haven't read it. I guess I was just too busy no, talking I don't about know. Harry Potter. Were they out around about the same time? I am not sure. That's the honest answer. Should we, uh, <laughs> we wrap this up? We've just gone on a massive tangent. Shocking, I know. Anyway, thank you very much, indie authors, for sending us your books. Yes, and I'm sure we hope to discuss them more in depth later yeah. on. I'm looking forward to quite a few of them mm-hmm. and I will get round to as many as I can 
as we've just discussed, I also have <laughs> many books just <laughs> She also reads indie authors and fan fiction. She's got a lot on her plate, but still, still manages to read more than me. <laughs> you work full time. But I don't have a tiny human I keep alive. So there's just, there's two separate commitments there. Is it a and good the tiny human, you, you know, at least now, where I can give him like a bowl of tomatoes and sit him in front of a film for a bit. Yeah. As long as I sit next to him in touching distance, it's okay. Yeah. My mum must always be nearby. <laughs> <laughs> you leave the room, I will die. Just letting you know. Scream. <laughs> 4 a.m. the other day, standing on his bed. Mummy! Yes, darling. Yes, light of my life. <laughs> Where do you think I am? I'm in bed. Come here. The neighbours can hear you, darling. <laughs> oh, right. Right. Lovely. Thanks. That's it, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. Check out the link tree in our Instagram bio for our blogs, TikToks and our own Instagrams.